Hey everybody, this is Brad Williams and I am the pastor of B4 Church. Welcome to our podcast. My prayer is that this would help you behold God, that you would see him for who he is, that you would belong to community, that you would be everything that you were created to be, and that you would be able to dream beyond the limitations in your life. So I hope you enjoy this teaching and we look forward to seeing you in person soon. Hey, everybody. It's Brad Williams, the lead pastor here at B4 Church. Hey, everyone. Alex Lesler, and I'm one of the pastors here as well and the director of adult ministry. And we welcome you to the B4 Church podcast. Yeah, this podcast is really intended to give an opportunity to discuss and dialogue around relevant issues as it relates to our faith, as it relates to our leadership, as it relates to our families, just a variety of topics we like to circle up and just have relevant conversations that you might find helpful in 20 or 25 minutes. And after we spent some time unpacking the last couple weeks of episodes, we landed on a topic that, however uncomfortable it's going to be, we decided that it would be important for us to kind of journey into the topic of suffering. Yeah. Yeah. So suffering, um, it's kind of an interesting thing. In fact, Alex, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, it ebbs and flows. There's days where I feel like things are going really well. And then there's other days when I wake up and realize that it has become normal for me, for my family, for everybody that I care about. Um, pretty much to live in a constant state of emergency. Yeah. You know, this podcast has a timestamp on it. And I know maybe someone will listen to this, yeah. you know, five years from now, but um, but we're recording this in a, in a really historic year. Um, I'm so tired of hearing the word unprecedented. If I hear it one more time, I think I'm going to probably lose right. my mind, but we've got a global pandemic. We've got political unrest. Uh, we've had historic wildfires here in our state. It has just been one of those years where I personally, I'm getting worn down by all of it. Yeah, me too. And I think, you know, one of the things that is constant on the forefront of my mind is that there's a intensity to the season that we're living in. Yeah. And there isn't this just easy skate by kind of move beyond um, the current day and move on to the next day. There's something difficult to journey through. There's a difficult conversation to have. And it seems like it's almost constant. It yeah, we're, we're uncomfortable. And, yeah. and that's not something that we're used to as a culture right. in, in the United States in particular. We're not used to discomfort. At least we don't right. like to talk about it. But it really raises, I think, some other questions for people in general, especially people around faith. Yeah, and I think that's a good point because when you really zoom back and look at human history, and honestly, even if you look at the world today, we kind of live in a bubble. Yeah. You know, like we're experiencing what's unprecedented for us, but most of the world lives with plague and famine, threats of wars, rumors of wars, fires, all sorts of things. That's become a more normative existence. For yeah, us. absolutely. But this is where we are. Right. This is where our city is. This is where the people that are listening to this podcast are living in as well. And it evokes some really big questions. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, what are some of the questions that you hear people asking? Gosh, I think one of the biggest ones right off the bat is, um, where is God in the midst of all of this suffering? Yeah. yeah. And, I... and, 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 and tailored to that, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but like connected to that very question is, if God is good and all powerful, then why? Like, why does this stuff happen? Right. I know yeah. it's a big question, but Brad, why? Yeah. In fact, that's the question. Over the years, I always get asked that, you know, why does God allow suffering and evil? And that's actually one of my least favorite questions in yeah. the world because just the framework of it really kind of sets us in a position or a posture that's very contradictory to, I think, the worldview that God's actually trying to help us to have so that we navigate life differently. So, um, but I think that's a very real question. I think that there are bad things that happen in the world. I think suffering is a part of the human experience. It's a universal part of the human experience. But then I think that question of like, where's God in it or, 
you know, does God allow it? That's, that's really revealing about how we are navigating our own personal lives. Yeah, that's a really good point. And in essence, what you're saying is it's not a bad or lack of an intellectual question. It's just the wrong question. Right. It's the wrong question. Right. And it's, it's the wrong question because it comes with a bunch of assumptions about how the universe should operate or how God should operate. And so in a way, um, I think our time is about reframing who God is and the world as a whole in like 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think it's important that we understand when we talk about the universe, one of the things God does through the Bible is he does reframe for us the, the reality of suffering. I mean, you, you look at scripture, you look at the Bible, and there is this sense of God communicating to us, by the way, this is a part of the human experience. I mean, I think one of the gifts God has given us is he's not left us to flounder in what's really happening, but he's given us something that says, no, suffering is going to take place. Suffering is a part of this. And he's even tipped his hat to say, well, can we explain why bad things happen in this world? Why suffering takes place? Yeah. So let's walk through that a bit because when you and I have gone through suffering in our life, and in the next episode, we're going to get into more details about some things that yeah. have been really challenging for us as individuals to walk through. But when we go through those, there's a framework of thinking that's been influenced by the scriptures yeah. that helps us journey through those situations. And you started with something that I think is super important. And you made mention that suffering is a part of the human experience. Yeah, That's a truth that we hold on to but it wasn't always and will not always be part of the human experience. So yeah. dive into that a little bit more. Well, you know, for me, one of the things that, when I look at the Bible in particular, what I see are four large sweeping chapters. You know, I mm -hmm. see this kind of first chapter that talks about um, creation, talks about wholeness, it talks about the way life um, was intended to be. Then there's this sort of next chapter that is all about um, the fall. Basically, it's, you know, creation, and then you have this moment that really defines the rest of human history. Uh, and then you have redemption, then you have restoration. Those are sort yeah. of the four major sweeping chapters in the scriptures. Um, but the, that first part is so critical because I think what we see is this framework that says, we have this deep understanding that there's a way life should be. So how do we explain the life that isn't? Mm. And the Bible actually gives us that and says, but here's the framework that says there's brokenness. There's a reason. There was uh, this disobedience on humanity's part. We walk away from God. And so for me, I always come back to that biblical framework that says that actually sets the tone that says, okay, this, this isn't the way it's supposed to be. This right. is not the way things are supposed to operate. And then I look to the next chapter, which is right. this redemptive part of it, that God right. in the middle of this is working right. to get us back to that place of wholeness. The four chapters, Brad, that you refer to, um, become a lens or a framework for us to view our lives currently, human history, and the future. Um, in one of those, it's this reality that God created the world good, but something's been lost. And as a result of that, every person throughout all human history is wrestling with what happened. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know, that's the beauty of this whole thing is that, and then God doesn't leave us like with that little part of it. Now we have uh, the, the Bible that talks about suffering in so many different ways talks about this wrestling the bible even reveals like this is a part of the human experience and god is continually trying to walk us through that to resolve that you look at the book of job i mean mm -hmm. we've talked about that you, you look at the book of ecclesiastes we see the story of joseph and there's like unexplained suffering right but then in so many of these stories we also see redemption we almost see those chapters right. play out in their life where like there's moments of questioning like god where 
are you in this? Mm -hmm. And then by the end of the story, you sort of see God moving and working in different ways. I mean, that's the story of Jesus. I mean, let's look at the life of Jesus. Again, there's suffering that's a part of this. And then there's this redemptive aspect of it. Yeah. And that's something that we have to hold on to. In fact, there's a word for that in the Bible, and that word is called hope. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So part of the struggle is when you look at, okay, everything was created without suffering and pain, but then it was lost. If we're stuck in that place, that there is no future hope, well, we're we're miserable human beings. Right. But I think that's where a lot of people live in, is in that place alone. Or if their hope is misplaced, it's misguided. Well, and I think that's part of where, you know, and this is probably a sidebar conversation, but a lot of our hope is rooted in or based in um, the idea of a pain-free, hmm. uh, suffering-free life. Mm-hmm. And so we place our hope that our hope that our life is going to be like that right. rather than having a hope that sees beyond just comfort. Um, you know, we were, we were talking earlier about uh, aging, you know, and we live in a culture that doesn't like to age. And one of the reasons is we have to face the reality that life is temporal. We have to Mm -hmm. face that our bodies break down, our hair grays, unfortunately, you know, (laughs) we get wrinkles, all those sorts of things are this reminder that like there's, there's this life and it's fleeting. And so Mm -hmm. our hope is typically misplaced. Our hope is in, maybe I can ignore this. Maybe I can displace this. Maybe I can prevent aging by 10 years. Right. Um, but biblical hope is something that's completely different. But even in that, it's another illustration of what we just talked about because there is something innately inside of us that says we shouldn't be dying. Right, right. And all of that is that revelation to what God's been doing from the very beginning. You know, right. There's this, we shouldn't be dying, but right. we are. Right. And then in the middle of that, he's saying, I want you to lift your eyes up. I want you to see who I am. Right. And uh, we another thing we talked about was faith. Um, Hebrews chapter 11, this really famous passage, it's, kind of Christianized sometimes and misunderstood. But in that chapter, one of the things is that is presented to us is that the people of great faith lived li- great lives, um, but not great in the sense of the world, but they lived great in the sense of the kingdom. But many of them suffered. Yeah, yeah. In fact, um, if you're listening to this and you also um, tune in with us for our weekend services, you know that just this previous week I talked about this concept that... Um, you know, when the Apostle Paul's going to Jerusalem, everyone's like, hey, you're going to suffer there. Like, this isn't going to go good. Like, we all have a really bad feeling about this. And Paul just basically says, you don't understand. Like, this isn't about me avoiding suffering or prison or... So his paradigm is so completely different. And we see this biblical paradigm being revealed right. that, like, he can't be captured by anything as long as he's captivated by the kingdom of God. And right. so there is this complete paradigm shift that then all the measurements for success or peace mm-hmm. or life or hope, they all become very different than that. And again, Paul has a framework of viewing the world. His lens is creation, fall, redemption, renewal, right. reconciliation. And so when Paul sees that, yes, his journey to Jerusalem might lead in imprisonment and death, no right. big deal. Right. Because he sees renewal on the other side of death. Well, and there's this deep understanding for him, and, and, it's, and it's true of so many believers throughout history, that whatever this temporary suffering is, this is not the end. This yeah. isn't all that there is. Yeah. yeah. Which, again, is hope. Right. And that's how a Christian suffers, honestly, right. is a belief. And that's, the, again, Hebrews 11. Every one of these people lived but never fully actualized the promise of God. But their hope wasn't that in their life they would experience necessarily prosperity or whatever it was, their hope was in a heavenly country. Their hope was in a future reality. And if you can live today with that framework in mind, then whatever comes your way, it doesn't mean that it isn't hard, but it's that 
you can move through that with grace because there is something better. Yeah, it well. actually it actually changes, I think, how you view suffering. And, and, and I think in that context, there's actually two kinds of suffering in some ways. I think there's suffering that you really just need hope to get you through. But then there's also suffering that's allowing your perspective to change. So mm-hmm. it actually raises that, that awareness of that life that's beyond, or it raises that understanding that this is not all that there is. And so in that regard, we see the scriptures talk a lot about how yeah. suffering forms us and shapes us. And it's something that, um, in fact, James says, consider it pure, pure joy when you encounter various trials. I mean, that's mm-hmm. an amazing concept, but it's, but it reveals that paradigm that, right. wait, why in the world would I embrace suffering? Oh, because that suffering is actually going to stimulate faith. It's going to stimulate yeah. hope in me when that happens. That James passage, it actually brings up a question and I think we'll end here. And that's this. Can any good actually come from suffering? Well, yeah, I mean, it, I, obviously when James says that, it, it does. There's yeah. good that comes from suffering. Um, I remember when I was in college, uh, somebody made a, a reference to an A.W. Tozer quote where he said, essentially, can God bless any man greatly if mm. he hasn't wounded him deeply? Mm. And, uh, and then the conversation was around how every person that's ever done anything great for the kingdom of God has suffered. And I remember sitting in that class and I thought, I'm not sure I want to do yeah. anything great for God if it involves <laughs> suffering first. But right. Uh, as I've journeyed now 25, 30 years after that moment, yeah. just to see how suffering has yeah. shaped me and formed me and refined me as a person. Yeah. Um, I, I have to just say from a personal standpoint, yeah, I can look at the Bible and I can read James and I can see these examples. Yeah. But from a personal experience, yeah. suffering has shaped who I am. Yeah. So that's so good. And, and I think this is the point where we put a comma in the story because in our next week's episode, we're actually going to walk through some of yeah. the stories of suffering. Um, and show how this theology really puts flesh on it and yeah. how you live this thing out. But a quick recap, right? So the framework, the four chapters of the Bible that yeah. we view all the world. Yeah, through. we live, yeah, so creation, fall, redemption, restoration. That's right. what's happening. That's the story. That's happening on the macro level, but that's also happening, happening micro level with yeah. individuals, with us. Yeah. And I just think it's so important that when we encounter suffering that we literally can Think about the paradigm we're seeing it from. Are yeah. we seeing it from a biblical paradigm? Or are we just sort of taking a cultural paradigm in, yeah. into play? Yeah. And I just want to encourage you that if you're listening to this and, and you're having a hard time and you're, um, you're struggling right now, I really believe, obviously, there's different levels of it. Some of you might be going through something really difficult, and we just want you to hold on to hope. We yeah. want you to know this is not all that there is. And then others of you, it's just that annoying, there's too much smoke in the air. We're, yeah. we're tired of a pandemic. Um, and, and if that's you and you just feel like we're just tired of this, God's refining you in this. And yeah. I just want to encourage you with that. He's bringing things to the surface and he's, uh, he's making you a more whole person through this yeah. process. He's yeah. restoring you. Yeah, this is such an important conversation, Brad. Thanks for your time. And um, for any of you who are journeying through something difficult, um, thank you for tuning in. We hope this podcast today was helpful for you. Yeah, if you want to talk to somebody, give yeah. us a call, that's send right. us an email. We have lots of folks uh, around here on our team and on our staff that would love to help walk you through any suffering or pain that you're walking through right now. Yeah, that's right. This is only the tip of the iceberg. And so we just encourage you to keep pressing in. Yeah. If this was helpful for you, please share this podcast with anybody. Yep, with anybody. Social media. Yeah. Facebook, um, Instagram. All the different things. And we'll see you next week. Well, hey, everybody, thanks for joining us. Be sure to visit b4church.org for more information. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, you can share it with your friends, you can even take a screenshot and share it on social media if you like. Tag us at b4church. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon.